<laughs> What's up, y'all? I was feeling the vibe for a minute, man. Yo, welcome to Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. It's your boy, Charlie Wilson, man. This is a show where I sit down with some of the baddest comics from all over the world, and they tell me some of their craziest stories, okay? So today's special guest, he's a local favorite. He's done Laugh After Dark on multiple occasions. He's one of the hardest brothers that I've seen working in <laughs> Vegas. One of the hardest working and hardest breathing brothers Damn in right. comedy. Y'all make some noise for Alex Kool-Aid Anzal and his thing. Oh okay? my God, that's me. That's, that's him, my man. name. So please, All Kool-Aid. the best comics and then I'm here. And you. And me. So please. Made the cut. Kool-Aid. Yes, sir. Do tell. Okay, do tell. <laughs> so... Uh, let me tell you about the time that I tried to smuggle some bacon from the country of Texas <laughs> back home to Vegas. What? Uh, so, Smuggling bacon. Yeah, you know, okay, it's okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> sweet meat. Let's get, uh, that's uh, let's my get other, to it. My other nickname, <laughs> yeah. other than the Vanilla Gorilla. Yeah! <laughs> grandma's favorite mijo. Uh, I'm also the Velour Connoisseur. Yeah, yeah. Calorie Drogo. Yeah. I go, I'm a man of Su- many sweet meats. Got it, got it, got it. So... Uh, <laughs> I was leaving Texas, and um, I was going to bring back some H-E-B thick-cut yeah. jalapeno bacon. Ooh, Local delicacy. Sounds okay? good. So, what part of Texas? Uh, I'm from San Antonio. From San Antonio. One time for the 210? 210, baby. Yeah, yeah, Countdown yeah. City. All right? <laughs> uh, the Deuce Dime. Yeah. Uh, that's what we call it. I don't really call it that. <laughs> Windcrest. Represent. Throw yeah. the dubs up. Hey. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, we we're going to fly home and it was on July 11th and, uh, it was kind of like a, uh, I don't know. Well, here's what happened. So we we're going to fly home. Uh, Adam Dominguez, friend of the hey, show, friend of, uh, uh, laugh after dark. Yeah. Um, we we're both going to leave San Antonio to come back to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so I'm at the airport. Adam's on his way there. And uh, I checked my bag that had the bacon. Cause I'm <laughs> like, Oh, I'm going to be in Vegas in four hours. I'll be fine. I froze the bacon. Right, right. It's good. It'll be a breeze. <laughs> It'll be fine. You know, let me let me take the spirit. Is the bacon flight. in like a bag, plastic bag? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it's okay. all sealed up right yeah, then in a bag, and uh, okay. I'm just like, whoa. Jumping out the bag, <laughs> Can't right? wait to get back to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, and go freeze it, and then make yeah. some awesome uh, yeah. uh, breakfast with it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm at the airport, and then I get a call from Adam, and he's like, "Hey man, did you get the the alert?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And I look around the whole terminal because I'm there, and at the gate, it's almost like in a virus, uh, in a movie where yeah. there's like a virus being <laughs> yeah. unleashed, right. and everybody's just going, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Damn it! What the hell?" Da, yeah, da, da. And I'm like, yeah. "What's going the, on?" Things are crashing. And I look, yeah, I look at my phone. <laughs> Flight's been canceled. Damn. Like, Son of a bitch. Damn. Ha, yeah. So I uh, end up, you know, I go back out. I leave. And I'm like, hey, uh, there was no gate attendant where I checked my bag in. Yeah. That guy was gone. And I was like, y'all need my bag so yeah. I could go put my, my bacon on, on ice or whatever. <laughs> on ice or something? Yeah. Uh, where are you going to find ice in the airport? Did you even get that far Well, yet? no, just like go back to where I was staying because I was staying with a friend. And gotcha. I'm like, well, let me get my checked bag so I can, yeah. you know, take care of the, uh, the bacon. Yeah. Uh, but instead, what I did was uh, earlier that day, I received a special gift uh, from a friend of mine. Uh, one of my close personal friends from high school, we met there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Flannery of Steve's PC Repair, Steve's Computer Repair. Okay. Shout out in San Antonio. Uh, earlier that day, he gifted me a 2007 Toyota Sienna. What? Yes. He okay. gifted you a Toyota Sienna. He did. So what happened was, <laughs> I, I that's a minivan, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we we named it something one of the special. best too. One of the best too. <laughs> so. Uh, what had happened was... Yeah, uh, oh, shit. You know so, it's going to be some shit when it starts with... What had happened was... So, um, I didn't... For, for like, eight years, I was without a car. Mm, all right? But I still... In pers- Texas? In Texas, Ooh, here in Vegas. Gotcha. But I did what I had to do and still, right. you know, be a comedian and... and you know, beg, borrow, steal, con, yeah. comics, get rides, you yeah. know. Hey, I'll give you some time if you take me to this, you know, to the show or, right. you know, uh, but taking buses and doing all that stuff. My hustle, my grind never wow. stopped. Wow. I still was like, okay, this, now I'm going to do comedy. This is what I'm going to do. Right. So you gifted me a car. Uh, this is the same day you missed your flight? Or yeah. The day so before? this was earlier in the day. Gotcha. So my buddy's like, come by the new shop. Come by the new shop. Steve of Steve's PC Repair. Yeah. I get there, and I see this van, and on one side of it, it says Steve's PC or Steve's Computer Repair. And I go, that's hilarious, man. You got a van, and it has your graphics on it. So when you go to people's houses and fix their stuff, yeah. you're advertising your stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And so uh, he goes to the, the front door of his uh, business, and he's like, hey, walk around the van. Come check it out. And I start walking around the van, and on the back window, 
it has Alex Ansel, but in the Kool-Aid font, which mm. is one of the alternate logos that I've used for graphics and promos. Yeah. And then it had like my social media info wow. and like social media logos and it had the Las Vegas logo. And I wow. go, oh, that's hilarious, dude. You're advertising your boy. Right. You're advertising me while you're fixing computers around San Antonio. Right. That's hilarious. Thanks, man. You know, alexansel.com. Yeah. And then I walk around to the other side, bigger, you know, the whole other side says Alex Ansel and more social media info, the best laughs in Vegas, Las Vegas logo. Damn. All this cool stuff is on there. And I'm flipping out. And I'm there with my uh, buddy Mike Suarez, another comic. Yeah. Uh, My buddy Murphy was there uh, because we just had lunch. And here's Steve. And he goes, yeah, man, that's yours. And I go, yeah, that's my info. Yeah. He goes, no, the van, it's yours. What? I'm like, what, what do you mean? What? And he goes, yeah, this van, this is for you. We, you know, Murph helped me. This this van is for you, what? so you can do shows and tour. And I'm just like, what the shit, dude? And I'm start, about to cry. Yeah. Oh man, I <laughs> dude, cried. I'm about to ball. I got emotional. Damn. I recorded like an Instagram story, wow. and I, I mean, I'm one of these people. I cry at weddings. Yeah. I cry. Every time I watch Spider-Man, No Way Home, <laughs> yeah. I cry yeah. like uh <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm Waterworks, too. I'm a cancer, too. My birthday's July in go. July, so, yeah, I'm, I'm Waterworks. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just home. a bitch. So, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> wow. I'm in touch with my emotions. Right, right, right. And so, I'm just, like, weeping. Like, oh, my God. What? My friends are so beautiful. Wow. And it also happened to be the anniversary of my mom's uh, passing. Wow. Right? So, it was on July 11th, 2021. So I get this van and my buddy and and of course my German because I'm half, you know, out of engineering right or left brain person I am. I go, if I would have known this that you were gonna give me a car, I would have just gotten a one way ticket from Vegas and drove this shit back. Yeah. Right. So because <laughs> uh, he's like, all right, we'll keep it here. You can fly back, drive it back. Da da da. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Cut two. Six hours later, my flight's getting canceled. Damn. I, I talk to Adam, and I go, bro, so I have this van, right? right. I think this is a sign from Mama Rita, my mom, yeah. of like, yo, let's take the van from San Antonio yeah. 1,700 miles out to Vegas, and Adam is always down for an adventure. Yeah, so he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm down. Let's Just do like it. <laughs> exactly. So I call up my buddy Steve. It's like... 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And he has to be up in a couple hours to open up the shop and all that. And I go, hey, I'm going to take that van tonight. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yo, flight was canceled. Wow. It's a sign. Like, wow. it's the anniversary of my mom's passing. I th- she'll watch over us. Right. I got a good feeling about this. And, and meanwhile, like, and this, I'm, ta- I'm not, you know, not looking at a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, it's a 07. Right. And it's got like 180,000 sure. miles on yeah, it. You got to hope they're that they're highway still miles, up. though. Yeah, right, they're right. highway miles. It's fine. <laughs> and like, it's a Toyota, so you can yeah. throw on another 50,000, 60,000 on that thing. Easy. Easy. And he's had it checked out, you know, so I right. trust my boy. Yeah. And uh, we go and get the van ready. <laughs> we throw ourselves in there. And meanwhile, I don't have any clothes. Like, all my checked bag, still my checked bag with the bacon, still at the airport. Damn. And the uh, anxiety you must have at this point. Oh like, man, shit, I, my baby. Ah, That's like my baby. It's yeah. like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we just decided to go and leave at 11 o'clock at night. Damn. Because, uh, and this was a Sunday night, because Monday night, Adam had a gig at in Boulder City. That's out here. Yeah. Holy so we had a gig shit. like 24 hours later. What? So the two of us are tag teaming, and we drove straight through what? from San Antonio. We get to El Paso at 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that's like the half the stopping point for yeah. our folks. Yeah. So because Adam's from El Paso, we met okay. with his dad, had Gosh. breakfast. We teamed up with another van of comics that were going to come visit and hang out anyway. Yeah. So we had a, a caravan of these two vans <laughs> wow. leaving uh, El Paso to go to... Um, Vegas. Our to go to Vegas. Yeah. And uh, we pull into Boulder City, and here's the van, and I'm showing it off to the comics that are there because we're taking photos of it. And it was about, like, three hours into the into the ride of, like, all right, I have a name for the van. Because yeah. it's like, oh, you know, there's the, the shagging wagon. That's been done. Yeah. This and that. So finally it hit me like, a, like lightning, and I go, oh. It's the Cuddle Shuttle. Right? Ah, the it's cuddle the Cuddle shuttle. shuttle. I like that. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to ride in the Cuddle Shuttle? Exactly. Right? There's, there's no implication there. Right. You, you know? have to be crazy not to want to hop on the, the, the Cuddle Shuttle. So, uh, and then, you know, the next morning we leave El Paso. I'm calling the airline. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing like, I'm so outraged. Right, right? Right, right, right. And I was like, I have medication in there. I didn't tell them it was bacon. Right. But, right. Uh, I mean, for me, it, it's one Kinda of the same. Right. You, you got to have it. Right, right. 
Or you start fr- freaking <laughs> for, out. For religious purposes, <laughs> I needed my salted pork. <laughs> and <laughs> so they ended up like refunding me uh, the ticket price. I nice. still got the miles. So I got my money back. You and were then, flying Spirit, were you, sir? I, I mean, I didn't fly it because I canceled it, assholes. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I think it was uh, Allegiant Spirit. I don't okay, know. Okay, one okay. of those fly by night. Well, you they know. hooked you up. They gave you your money back and all that shit. Right. That and out, then uh, a couple days later, they're like, all right, your bag's here finally in Vegas. And they did put a rush tag on it, which I'm like, that's dumb. Because hmm. uh, I got it like three days later. Maybe and they sh- smelled the bacon. I'm like, we got to rush this shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you would make the drug dogs go crazy. <laughs> 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 Something's uh, over here. It's not Coke, but nigga, yeah, open this suitcase. Pull it out. <laughs> oh, quick pro tip, guys. Um, if you're smuggling drugs <laughs> to the airport, you probably can't because those dogs that they have there, yeah. they can only smell explosives or drugs. They can't train a dog to do both. Oh. So handy tip. Explosive or drugs. Right. So yeah. if there's so, explosive and drugs, you're still gonna get. Well, I mean, I mean, don't don't put your firecrackers next to your, you know, your your weight, to you, to, right, 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 and next to your your, your snow or next whatever to the pipe. Yeah. So uh, don't ask me how I know this. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, because so in most places where you have a bunch of people traveling, it's gonna be explosive based. So they don't go to front of drugs. Right. Uh, so there you go. There's your tips with Kool-Aid. Ooh. Also, Weak. another pro tip. If you ever want to get rid of gunshot residue or gunpowder residue off your hands from firing uh, a gun, you can use Barbasol shaving cream. Barbasol shaving yeah, cream. Yeah, it gets rid Spoken of it. Spoken like a true Texan. See that? Hell yeah. You need to get the gunpowder off your hands. Yeah, some Texas shit. There you go. I've actually <laughs> never fired a gun. What? I'm never. From Texas, I've never, never fired a gun. Sure. I'm not like against guns, yeah, yeah. you know? Uh, but uh, I've held a, a gun because yeah. somebody needed some extra prints or something. I don't oh, know. shit. And then- <laughs> they found you. Here he is. Go, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I do have a favorite gun, and it's the T-shirt gun. Yeah. I do like the T-shirt What's gun the that, t-shirt like, gun? that mask. Oh, the one have. that, whoop, It's like, yeah. ah. Yeah, that Hell yeah, brings dude. joy. Yo, so, so, so you drove yeah. the, the van. Yep. From Texas to Vegas. Yeah. That sounds like a good fucking movie. I wish that I, shit was Yeah, I mean, like we were documenting sure. the whole thing. It was on yeah. our Instagram stories. That's crazy. And kept cracking up. And because and, it's like, you can't really drive like an asshole in that van because right. it's got my, all my social media yeah. info on there. They know it's you. So it's like, when people are following me, it's like, yo, come follow me. Right, uh, right, right. right. Now, did Adam make so. a show in Boulder? Boulder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. We made it. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. We got there early enough to, to where some of the El Paso cats got to do some time on there, nice. too. And then I was just so worn out. Wow. And just blew This that. is the comedy life, folks, right here. Oh, yeah. You think you're built for it. And <laughs> you miss your flight and you got to drive an 07 Sierra across the country to get your shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm, I'm grimy when it comes to this comedy <laughs> shit. Like, Ain't ain't nothing flashy about some of the stuff I do. I'm right. like a journeyman, yeah. blue collar. I'm yeah. I'm doing six p.m. shows wow. with magicians. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody loves Laugh After Dark. Yeah. That's an awesome <laughs> show to do. The crowd's amazing. Yeah. It's late at night. It's downtown <laughs> Fremont with that energy. Yeah. But then when it's like a Wednesday, yeah. and you know the corner of a casino, <laughs> and you're part of a. <laughs> A magic variety show yeah. and with people that have like, I got free tickets and right. uh, I just want to sit down in air conditioning. Right. And this is my first time watching comedy. They're not yeah. invested in it. Yeah. That's a so whole other battle. Work. Now let's yeah. let's back back to what this show actually is. This goes mm-hmm. down where of uh, the the show that the, I'm the talking about. Show. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, at the Strat. At so the I Strat do that. Casino. Mm-hmm. And do uh, and what which comedy room? Which comedy club in there? Uh, that's the L.A. Comedy it's the Club. LA, shout out to L.A. Comedy L. Club. A brand new showroom. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Very nice. It's beautiful. So you, you do you have a, a a a weekly show you do there? I I'm I'm there a lot. So I'd probably say I'm there like three four times a week. Nice, nice. Doing the nice, six nice. p.m. with Amir the Miracle, hey, another shout favorite. Out to Amir. Yeah, and then of course James it. Michael, the redneck <laughs> comedy magician. I've seen the flyers and the advertisement. It looks like a variety show. It looks oh, like yeah. a wild time. In there. So that's dope. <laughs> How did I get on there? I'm from Texas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yo, so go, going all the way back, bro, because mm-hmm. you know we we've, we've worked together on a few different mm-hmm. occasions, but mm-hmm. we never got chance to really sit, sit and talk and get to know we each other. We did that buddy cop movie. Yeah, we need to do one. That shit would be fucking hilarious. Um, but you're, you're from Texas. You were born yes, in, I think I just found out, Fort Worth. I was born in Fort Worth fucking and Fort then Worth. Uh, lived in uh, Germany for like 10 years. Oh, shit. Why? And then, Fuck uh, you go from Fort Worth to Germany, bro. I, <laughs> I like to tell people I was engineered in Germany <laughs> yeah. and then debuted in Texas. Nice. Uh, so my parents met in Germany. My my dad worked for AFES okay. for the Army uh, Army and Air Force Exchange Service. Okay. So those are the stores that are on base. Gotcha. So they're like when you go to Air Force Base or Army Base, the the Walmart. Gotcha, so to speak. gotcha, gotcha. And so my dad was a retail manager. Met my mom, local cashier, 
and uh, loves and sparks and all nice. that kind of good stuff happens. Nice. And then came promise the of green cards. Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll take you to Texas for good Mexican food. Nice. It's got to be better than the Mexican food in Germany, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. So you, so, so you're born in, in Fort Worth. You made mm-hmm. your way to San Antonio. What mm-hmm. were you doing before comedy? What was life like before you even hit stage and all that shit? Uh, I wanted to be a nerd rapper. Oh yeah, shit! Because I used to listen to a lot of MC Chris. Yeah, yeah. And he did like voices on Adult Swim. Yeah. And Aqua Teen Hunger Force and like a bunch of those. Uh, and I was like, I love this because is this like high school? Uh, after high school, after pre, high school. yeah, okay. pre college. Okay. And I was there, you know. I always loved stand up comedy, and my friends and teachers and stuff. <laughs> I'd get in trouble. Yeah, I got the superlative of funniest senior. Oh shit! Okay, at my school. Like, okay, so you've always had a, a little gift of gab. I needed the attention. <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. That's the thing too with, with with people that are funny. It's like once we get used yeah. to that attention, we get used to being the the center of attention, and we, once we see that, we have that gift. Yeah. Of laughter at that point, it's like everybody's well, gonna get this work. That too, and it's like my parents were older when they had me. Yeah, my parents were both forty. Oh wow! When I was, you know, made, yeah, debuted, created, yeah, crafted in the lab. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, part of me, like I, you know, they didn't have all their all my parents' friends. You know, the, all their kids were already in college, and they had kids of their own, and all that kind of stuff. So the the only way I could get attention from adults would try to be funny and and try to you know do jokes and a lot of them were you know pretty inappropriate and, yeah and Where, I, where'd you work <laughs> where'd you work what was like your your job your profession <laughs> what were you doing in those earlier years oh so uh my dad was a retail manager right mm-hmm. so my dad would have me work with him when i was like 13 14 and because of my size because i was always a big fat fuck yeah. i always looked older yeah so he would train me to uh sell electronics and stuff for for because after he retired from the, the store that he worked at, he became like a vendor rep for different companies representing. So okay. he'd work for like Hitachi, Panasonic, JVC. Okay, okay, okay. And you had some benefits. He made your doctor's appointments oh, and stuff. See, yo. see that? <laughs> <laughs> see that? So, uh, I mean, I had a whole Kenwood system in my yeah. Subaru. Nice. That was free. Just oh, you were beating up the block. Oh, bro. Nice. Yo, Would you I, have like some tenants subwoofers or Oh, shit? you're cute. 12s? You're cute. Oh. I had three 10-inch Ooh. subwoofers. I had a, And uh, what kind of car? In a 93 Subaru Legacy. Ooh, and it, it was brown. So that I shit was them. rattling, too. Oh, dude. My <laughs> rearview mirror was doing this. All right? I would miss so many phone calls because yeah. the, whole, the whole car would shake. Yeah. I wouldn't feel the phone. Damn. You know, like the Nokia brick. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. feel it vibrate because the whole car is just like... Rumbling. Yeah. What kind of music were you jamming, bro? Oh, man. Uh, so a lot of hip-hop, a lot of rap. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like the Dr. Dre, the Chronic was a constant yeah, rotation. Yeah, yeah. A lot of G Unit stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? And of course, a lot of like Southern rap. So like yeah. Mike Jones, Paul Wall, oh, Chameleon. Shit. That Man. era was crazy. <laughs> That's right. You from Texas? Yeah, from, like, dude. Remember uh, the Chopped and Screws? Oh yeah, oh, of course, shit. man. Of course. And then, Mike Jones, one of those. You can't close it. Yeah, friends, I almost got bonus. to meet him. Oh shit! I almost got to meet him, but his flight ran late at that thing I did last week. Damn. And I was like, I wanted to meet Mike Jones. You got to. That's a piece of history, right? there. Oh my God! That absolutely. Was a, there was number. Out just because, yeah. Like, oh, shit. Can I <laughs> eight one I, three eight three some shit? I uh, forgot what the fuck it was. 281 8 yeah, 281 8 8 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 0 <laughs> Do I want to make this call? There we go. Two inch gang. What's up? Wow. So you, you were telling me where you where you were working. You say two inch gang. <laughs> you were telling me where you were working. Where you were working. Where you, where uh, you were so working. I'd work on these um, in the electronic stores on base. Gotcha. And uh, so like Randolph and Lackland, all in San Antonio. And my thing was because I, I I was so young, my dad would tell me, "Do not tell these people you're 14. Tell them you're in high school." Because what person in their sane mind is going to buy a camcorder? That a fourteen-year-old is telling them recommending right. is about right. So I've I've always you know been taught how to do sales and stuff at a very young age, and okay. I did retail for ten years wow. before I did comedy, and I'm I was I'm a slick ass salesman like yeah. I. I was that Jordan Belfort type dude. Yeah, like I was watching Wolf of Wall Street. Oh shit! And I was like, all right, yeah. that pen challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that to me in my job interview for Circuit City right towards the end. 
Where it's and like, sell me this pen. Yeah, they're that like, shit. sell me this pen. And then, <laughs> hey, Circus uh, City, Circus City used to be the shit, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is right when they got away from non-commissioned. Yeah. But then I just came in there and just like like a breath of fresh air, and they're like, hey, how much are we paying you? And I'm like, this much? And they go, yeah, we got to adjust that. You're pretty badass. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. And then, of course, I'd use my wit and charm and disarm people and get them to like me, and then... I'm like, yeah, you want this $150 cable. That's how you're going to get the best. They're like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I love sales too, bro. That's why, that's why I started that for a while. All right, so oh, yeah. before I get into my sales background, because I can yeah. talk about that shit all day. So you're working at Circuit City. Mm-hmm. You're in sales. How long do you do that before there's a transition onto some other shit? Or, or when you uh, kind of stumble so into comedy? That's, that's when, I was, uh, when I started working for Circuit City was about the time I started doing comedy. And I told them, I was like, hey, I'm starting to do comedy. Oh, you're a comedian? I was like, no, 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 no. I'm doing comedy. Yeah. I want to become a comedian. Right. And I would tell them, oh, I need these certain days off so I could do open mics and comedy. Right. Who, and they're who, like, sure, who, who we'll help you. What's that? Who told you to do that? Was somebody who's like, try comedy? Was it someone who pulled you into it? Or did you have someone uh, to I say? I just always, I, so they did, um, what, what is it? Uh, what's that stand-up competition show? Uh, like la- Last Comic Standing. Last Comic Standing. Okay. So they were uh, auditioning that in San Antonio. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay, let me just go there. Yeah. And then I found out, oh, no, you had been, to have been doing comedy. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> this is a bad yeah. open mic. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh, so I'm just, I'll just be funny, right? Right. Uh, uh, uh. right. And then uh, that's when I learned. I went to, like, a local showcase. And then I asked, hey, how do I get into comedy? Yeah. And they're like, all right, you just got to do open mics. You know, write your own jokes. Come out. I was like. I could do that. Yeah. So, uh, did that. Uh, <clears throat> that's what, uh, okay, I'm retracing everything. Yeah. So, that's how I learned of, oh, this is how you do comedy. You go to open mics, you watch, you get up. Yep. So, I learned how to do that, and then right around that same time is when I got hired by Circuit City. Mm-hmm. And they told me, yeah, we give you Fridays and Saturdays off. Ooh, that's Hell hot no, they in didn't. A sales business? Hell Ooh, no, they didn't. It's money-making days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, we're going to need you to work these days. And I'm like, but i, I got to do these. Mm. You're, you're, because I was like the top space. earner in TVs. I was like office space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need you to come in on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I was that TV guy. Like, I was uh, that TV home theater guy. Yeah. Uh, they nicknamed me The Answer. Like, I was Alan Iverson and shit. Because they're like, oh, you got a question about something? You don't know it? Yeah. Yo, Alex knows. Nice. And I was that guy. Right. Uh... And then, so, uh, I was doing, you know, comedy and, and trying to work my way up. And Circuit City was, like, on the decline because Best Buy was killing yeah, them. Yeah, I remember that. And so, when Circuit City was kind of, like, fading out, they made me full-time towards the end. And then they shut down. And so, I was collecting unemployment as a full-time. And I got a severance package. And I had uh, money from sick days piling up. Damn. So, from that money I was getting, I was like, all right, let me just focus on comedy right. now. And so didn't worry about a job, just kept going to all these different open mics, went to the club open mics. Nice. And that was like around late 2009. Then I entered my first ever comedy competition at my home club, and I won that. Oh, shit. And that was in 2010. And I Where pretty was much, this? Uh, the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club. Nice. So I won Funniest Person in South Texas. Nice. And it, how, I, how long have you been doing comedy since then? Like two years. Like wow. A year and a half of wow, like that kind of, eh. Right, right, right. And I'd, I'd only hosted, um, I think, like two weeks, like two different weeks at the at the comedy clubs in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like news to me feel? that yeah. I I was shooting for third because I saw everybody <laughs> that was in the competition. Right. And I was like, okay, if I get third, this would be awesome. Right. And I guess I came in there like a <laughs> breath of fresh air. Wow. Which is hard for me to get. <laughs> <right>? like, <laughs> and so they called third place, and I was like, oh, I'm out of it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. They called second place, and they go, all right, it was a good run. Yeah. And the first place, they're like, all right, your winner for Funniest in South Texas is uh, Alex Ansel. And I just went, yeah, good for him. Right. Good for him. Right. And then it hit me, and then all, all right. my boys were jumping Damn. on me and shit. Oh, shit, it was you. Oh. Damn. And I think it kind of like, reinvigorated like some of the old heads that were there yeah and then it kind of inspired some of the newer people because they're like oh it's not just the club's choice (laughs) because it's like they're shaking shit up right and i was like holy shit that's what it should be about though the raw talent not the club's choice not their favorites not who's got the tv credits raw talent yeah so So, and then uh so they gave me this big ass uh trophy which 
I never had a bunch of trophies in school. Like, I got ribbons and stuff for shot put and yeah. German competition. You used the shot put? Ugh, oh, yeah. Shit. In oh, middle shit. school, I was okay. shot put and discus. Okay. I was terrible. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, they, I was on the team. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they gave me a big-ass trophy, $500 check. Jeez. And then I used that check to uh, pay my first month's rent when I moved out of my dad's place. Damn. And nice. so since then, I've been... Paying all my bills wow. and just doing comedy. Wow, and that's I've fucking had dope. All kinds of comedy related jobs of like teaching the the comedy defensive driving. Okay. And even when I didn't have a car, I had to teach people how to drive better. What? That's how funny I was. I didn't need a car to teach you how to drive better. So you used to do like <laughs> defensive driving or some shit? Yeah, like well, it was like the classroom stuff. So gotcha. I wouldn't sit in the car with you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you got a speeding ticket, texting while driving, gotcha. you would gotcha. take the car. You did that out here. Uh, in uh, San Antonio. San Antonio, gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. I did that for six years, and and when I stopped doing that and moved to Vegas, I would still wake up sometimes and be yeah. like, oh, shit, I'm late to teach class. And then <laughs> I look out the window, and I see a palm tree, and I go, oh, wait, I'm not in I'm Texas. I'm not there anymore. <sighs> now, what prompted the move to Vegas? Where does that come up? Because there's a lot of places <laughs> you can leave from Texas. That's kind of like the, the epicenter or kind of the nucleus is a central place. You know? I So, uh, yeah, here's what happened. So a couple of years ago, I'm, I've always been a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. And then I kind of like rediscovered we were just wrestling. doing the, uh, the wrestling. Oh, yeah, baby. That's right, brother. <laughs> Come on, brother. You, oh. you try to put up these walls around me, <laughs> but you forget. What does Kool-Aid crash through? Yeah. yeah. These walls. <laughs> <laughs> so I linked up with a uh, ex-professional wrestler, a retired professional wrestler. Okay. Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay, shit. That sounds this... so fucking familiar. Like, oh, yeah. Does he have like a, a little... Uh, a mullet, mullet, yes. yeah, 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 mullet, okay. mustache, okay, okay, the whole, the whole gimmick. So, yeah. also native Texan. Okay. So the thing is, um, I had a buddy, uh, a buddy of mine, who he hurt his hip. He was an independent wrestler. He broke his, uh, broke his pelvis, I think, mm. and he was in the hospital. And he posted on Facebook, "Hey man, uh, if anybody has any links to videos, I just, you know, I'm really bored. I'm in the hospital." So I sent him a, a 30 minute link or a 30 minute set of mine and I was like ah watch this I could, I could use the views right. you know so 33 minutes later I get these big long paragraphs oh, from them shit. of like oh my god you're so funny dude you need to come out to Kansas City dude you're better than people are seeing on, on Comedy Central and I'm right. just like oh d- yo, thank you so much like thank you for the kind words right. he's like no I'm serious I watch a lot of comedy I was like okay cool he's like I was laughing so hard the nurses were checking on me wow. I got them to watch it they love it da 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 and uh, so he was, you know, independent wrestler, and he also helps, uh, you know, he's got one foot in wrestling, another foot in, you know, some other things. Sure. So he saw that Jake the Snake was in this documentary called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, where with his help with, uh, do you remember Diamond Dallas Page? I remember that name. DDP, right? Yeah, the Diamond- DDP. Yeah, Bang, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he, uh, Diamond Dallas Page developed this exercise program and this, like, um, Fitness thing called DDP yoga. Okay. It's not your mama's yoga. It's also a cult. I can say <laughs> that. Uh, I, I I didn't sign an NDA for for yeah. for Jake the Snake, but I signed one for DDP. Yeah. I don't care. I'll spill the tea. Right. He can barely read. Anyway, <laughs> so I, <laughs> he's gonna fake beat me up later. It's gonna yeah, be great. Right. So, <laughs> um, Jake the Snake wants to kind of do the Mick Foley thing, the mankind thing of going to comedy clubs and venues and tell stories. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And me as a comic, I'm like, great. You know, it's all these people that don't do comedy right, that want right, to. Right, right. So, eh, whatever. <laughs> uh, this guy hits me up and he goes, uh, he hits up Jake the Snake and says, hey, I want to bring you to Kansas City. Uh, what can we do to make you do a speaking engagement at the comedy club there? I want to help organize and broker it. And Jake the Snake's management goes, yeah, we don't want to do Kansas City. We want to do Texas because it was right before they had WrestleMania in Texas a couple mm. of years ago. And he goes, oh, I can help you with Texas. With And this, he just told him that. He just basically, I don't want to say lie to him, yeah. but just like overpromised. Yeah. And then he hits me up. He goes, I need your help. Uh, I, I can't tell you which old school wrestler it is, but we have to make a tour for them in Texas. Can you help me out? I got you, dude. No problem. You know, so I gave him a list of venues of... Places I've worked at where they would probably, you know, have right. old school classic wrestler. And he's like, I hit all these people up. They love you. Oh, my God. Here's here's who it is. It's Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, shit. Jake the Snake. It was movie just came out. It's got this awesome documentary. Yeah. Da, 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 the, you know, the clout's building up. He's It's winning all kinds of awards. 
And I was like, that's major. That's insane. Mm -hmm. And he goes, uh, uh, and I go, hey, man, uh, can I do the San Antonio show? He goes, no, man, I want to book you and him together. Oh, You're going to open for him. Oh, and shit. then I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, get all the details worked out, hash it all out. Like seven, eight months later, we, we hit the stage together. I get to meet him. We start doing wow. our shows. And the longer we're working, to, the more shows we're doing together, the more time he's giving me on stage. Mm. The first night, he gave me like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, man, it's your show, whatever you want. And then the next night, he's like, all right, do 15. Okay, nice. we hit it off. And the first night we met, he saw me. He's like, he's like damn, you're a big boy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he goes, we got to help you. I was yeah. like, okay, this is a little... It's a little bold right here. Right, you know, right. Like, it's first introduction, so yeah, slow down. Like, <laughs> and um, so, yeah, it was a little like, okay, buddy. Like, right. hey, nice to meet you, too. Right, right, right. Oh, he's like chain smoking. And right. I'm like, what? Well, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, you're so healthy. Right. Um, <laughs> so, we, you know, we hit it off. We're, we're gelling. We're, we're doing these shows together. We're in, where are we? Um San Angelo, Texas. Okay. They put the wrong time on the flyer and in the newspaper for the show. So they're like, Kool-Aid, we need you to do 45 minutes. Yeah, okay. Woo. No problem. I've been doing comedy long enough. I was like, I can do that. So I go up, just, and I had like one of the best sets of my life. Like right. everything was hidden. And I did a joke as Jake the Snake. Yeah. I used his voice and I was like, uh, you guys want to get uh, freaky with a girl? You gotta eat sugar-free pop rocks out of her butthole. <laughs> and I told Jake, sugar-free candy is gross. And he doubled over. The whole crowd loved wow. it. You know. So I bring up Jake the Snake, and I get a standing ovation. Wow. Right. And I was like, Hey guys, thank you so much. Damn. Everybody gets up. I get a standing ovation. And then I have to bring up Jake the Snake. Uh, right. I don't and like I was, where this is going. Cooper. Yeah. And <laughs> and I see him, and he's like looking at me. He's like. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So uh, I bring him up on stage, and right as we shake hands, he's like, I'm going to talk to you after the show. Oh, shit. And I'm, I'm like, oh, shit. I have to go to the principal's office. Yeah. I'm like, you, yeah. I'm in trouble. Yeah. So Jake goes up, consummate professional. He, like, slows it down to his tempo because right. you got to remember. You got to readjust the room, reset the room a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Because right. the thing is, like, people don't realize about pro wrestling is – you have to convey all these emotions and tell a story, and you don't always have a microphone. Mm -hmm. So you have to do it with, like, movements right. and the way you, you know, facial expressions. And you have to do it where the person on the front row sees it and the person in the upper deck right. sees it. So the way I, I kind of describe Jake of the way he performs is he's already amazing without a microphone. Right. So it's almost like giving a ninja an AK-47. <laughs> yeah. You just took something that could kill you and made it deadlier. Yeah, yeah. And he went up there and kind of reset it, did his thing. Um, he kills it, does a great job. We go and sell merch, and then he's like, you, outside. I was like, okay. And he goes, uh, yeah, what you did there tonight? And I'm like, I'm getting ready to be like, ooh. Right. He goes, what you did tonight? I want you to do that every night. Damn. I was like, what? And he goes, that's the only way I'm going to get better. Damn. And I was like, okay. And he's like, he's like, that was great. Wow. We're, we're going to give you, you know, as much, whatever time you want to do, you do that if we get that reaction. Wow. And then, and then he invited me to visit him in Vegas. And I was like, oh, you're being nice. Like, I've been, you know, at that time. I was How many shows have y'all like, done together? Uh, probably like five okay. of the nine. Okay. And, and I'm like, oh, he's being polite. I've worked with, like, you know, a couple higher up, Hollywood, you sure. know, celebrity people. And they're like, oh, that's so nice of you. You know, like, come visit me out in Vegas. Come visit me. Right. We finish the tour. He goes and, you know, does WrestleMania or, you know, the WrestleMania events. I had to go back to San Antonio because I was selling weed at the time. And I had to go <laughs> take care of that business. Right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, this was in, like, early April. And then... Uh, He's hounding me. He's calling me. Hey, man, come out and visit us. Come out and visit us in Vegas. And I was like, oh, shit, you're for real? Okay, yeah. I thought you were just being nice. So I told him, hey, I could take these 10 days off in May. He goes, all right, come out all 10 days. And I'm like, yo, 10 days is a lot of time to spend at somebody's <laughs> house. I was like, all right. So came out. Uh, he invited me, flew out. He got me like into like juicing. Okay. And like eating healthier and doing DDP yoga, okay. the same exercise program that helped uh, him and save him. And he saw that I was like taking it seriously. And uh, 
you know, I was, I was learning all these new things and, you know, having a good time hanging out with him and his daughter. Nice. We did some shows. Or th- I got. So I you're got another some... housemate at this point. Your family at this yeah, point. Yeah, pretty much, right? I, <laughs> I made them my guac, which yeah. my guac is. Oh, shit. Ooh. I got to try your guac there, but I love Bro. guac. Oh, man. I can with throw some it down tostitos in the the, with a hint of lime or the queso. There you go. I like the scoops. Yeah. All right. Yeah, scoops are good. So I don't put garlic in my guac. It overpowers it. That's all right. All right. Pro tip. Right I'll there. update you guys on the next episode of how good the guac was. <laughs> I want to try I'm a guac star, baby. All right. So. It comes to guacs and crocs, hit me up. Right, that's true. We, we see the croc game over here. You have to get a separate shot of the crocs, yo. You always fuck with the crocs. I hear the comfortable shit. Oh, I love that's them, man. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've been getting the exclusives lately and the new drops, and I'm like, yeah, I'll be that guy. Some people wait in line for Jordans. Some people got the exclusive crocs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. So uh, he invited – a couple days go by. I celebrate my birthday with them. Uh, May 9th, what's up, Taurus, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I come down the stairs one point and he, he goes and tells me, he goes, yeah, man, I've been keeping Dallas, uh, updated with, which is fun to, it's like funny for me cause he's on a first name basis with all these wrestlers that I grew up watching on TV. Right. And I'm like, oh yeah, you just call him Dallas. Right. Legend, like I, legends. Yeah, yeah. I call him DDP cause <laughs> I don't know him, yeah. you know? And he's like, I've been keeping Dallas. You Diamond know. Dallas Page. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, telling him about your progress, and he thinks we should document it. I go, okay. And um, he goes, um, yeah, I think you should uh, move to Vegas, and you should move in with me and my daughter. Wow. Wait, what? You wow. know? And then in my mind, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Because at that point, I kind of did everything I could do in comedy in Texas. Right. So from, like, producing shows and doing shows at the clubs and working where I wanted to work. Yep. I was like, I need that change. I got to... Right. Um, I don't want to be a, a big fish in a small pond. Right. You know, I want to be, you know, let's move Let's move to a bigger pond. There you go. Because my thing was like, I don't want to be the funniest guy in San Antonio. Right. I want to be the funniest guy from San Antonio. There you go. So uh, over the summer, I get back home. I get my own juicer. I start walking, eating healthy. I have my Sunday cheat day. And I lost 100 pounds in 100 days. Damn. Right? That's solid. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, They were documenting this shit? I, I mean, just like on my own with gotcha, my gotcha. social media stuff. And then I tell uh, tell Jake about that. And he goes, yeah, we gotta you're going to meet DDP. So I this is in September. I drove a U-Haul by myself from San Antonio to Vegas. Whew. I get to Vegas Sunday morning at like 2 a.m. Or like, you know, Saturday night, 2 a.m., mm-hmm. Sunday. Get the U-Haul unloaded and then take a red eye Sunday night to Atlanta where where Jake the Snake and DDP Holy were at. Jeez, you were still alive after yeah. that fucking drive. <laughs> oh man. And <laughs> then I uh, met DDP and I'm in DDP's house hanging out with Jake the Snake. Wow. I go to the studio where they have the where they do the exercising thing. There's other wrestlers just hanging out. Damn. And I'm just like, ha, 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 <laughs> You're like, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I get a I get a DDP yoga assessment. Damn. And it's just all these dudes I used to watch on WCW Nitro. Yeah, yeah. I'm just hanging out with them and I'm like, oh. Okay. And I'm trying not to like what they call mark out or yeah, yeah, you know, get all yeah, fanboyish. Yeah, yeah. But I was just playing it cool. Hey, right. what's up? Face red as shit. Yeah, but <laughs> internally I'm like, Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> I had your action figures. Oh yeah. my god! Remember the wrestling pillows that were like this? Oh yeah, the pillows yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah. I used to have a couple of those. Hell yeah, the wrestling buddies. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, where am I going from there? So that happened. Uh, then you decided to make the move to Vegas permanent. Yeah. After that. Oh yeah. So that that's when I took the U-Haul there. So and then one of my buddies relayed this to me. He goes, "Kool Aid, you have like two of your childhood heroes." Helping you out with like a major, That's with like your biggest crazy. problem, right? Uh, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, dude, you're you're at DDP's house with Jake the Snake Roberts, and my buddy Alonzo. He goes, that'd be like if <laughs> if Spider Man and Han Solo had me move in the Millennium Falcon to help me with my drinking. <laughs> right? Do you realize that's what? And I was like, yo, my life is ridiculous. Yeah. And so I moved to Vegas in late 2016. Okay. Uh, lived with him for like another like six seven months. We toured. We probably toured together for about a year year and a half. Nice. We would do conventions. Holy um, shit! So I so I would do like his day manager stuff on the road. So I'd be, yo, <laughs> this is like this is the non glamorous part <laughs> of like, because this dude would wake up at like five a.m. chain smoke. And then he's like, "All right, it's time for you to get up." I'm like, "Hey, hey, man, just because you're up, <laughs> and I have to be up." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'd be the one like planning all the routes, having to pick up the rental cars, 
finding all the restaurants he wants to eat Damn, at, all taking the care of them. Shit. Right? Oh, and I have to perform, by the way. Right. You know? uh, so I'd be like day manager stuff. But one of the one of the cool things was um, we were in Rhode Island for a convention, and I got to meet the guy who was like uh, Mr. Belding from Oh yeah, Say by, by the, the Bell, Bell right? Yeah. And then all these Mr. Other, B, right? And then all these other wrestlers, and we're just like hanging out in the lobby, and I'm just like. How weird this is this? This is the coolest right. fucking thing ever. <laughs> and I got to meet and shake hands because I ditched uh, Jake at one point. Yeah. We were, uh, it was like the end of the convention Sunday night. And Peter Laird, or I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Eastman, mm-hmm. who's one of the co-creators of Ninja Turtles. Oh, Teenage shit. Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's leaving to get into the van. And mind you, I'm wearing my Ninja Turtle Doc Martens. Yeah. I have my Ninja Turtle backpack. Yeah. Okay. And I go, Jake, I'll be right back. Have a cigarette. And he's like, what? Huh? Yeah. And I just drop all the shit. Yeah. I haul ass down. And I was like, oh, Mr. Eastman, Mr. Eastman. Like, I just want to shake. I'm Jake the Snake's assistant, the wrestler. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, can I just shake your hand? I'm like a huge fan. Thank you so much for Ninja Turtles. And yeah. I was like, check out my docs. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, everybody that knows me knows I'm the biggest <laughs> turtle fan. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's nice. And I was like, I just want to thank you. That's it. Thank you. Right. Because I didn't want to, you know, like. yeah. Do too much. So, you know, like, even when I met, like, David Robbins one time, I was like, can you shake your hand? Wow. You know, this is like pre-selfie era and whatnot, so. Holy shit, bro. That's amazing. I had no idea even that that you were on the road like that with a fucking wrestler, bro. That's a crazy ass story. you know, like, (laughs) I think people have this assumption about comedy of, like, oh, yeah, you just go and blow up and you don't do anything all day. Or you might do some, like, or, you know, we would do radio stuff in the morning, so I'd have to wake him up. And we'd go and do that, and then we'd have to get lunch, and then do all the packing, and then do the show, and then sell merch, and then it was. Wow. A, and we would do this, you know, two, three weeks at a time. Yeah. Sometimes his daughter would come and be like road manager with us. Jeez. It's uh, a family affair. Yeah. How do you go from that type of a fast lifestyle, working those type of venues, yeah. to that tour ending, and now you're in Vegas, like, okay, now, now, yeah. now. So, <laughs> so here in Vegas, I, uh, I had a buddy of mine that moved from San Antonio to Vegas a couple years before I did named Joe Calise. Okay. And he was able to, like, introduce me to people. And then I got to meet, uh, you know, some of the the big players uh, locally. You know, people like Brandon Guchon, Jocelyn Sharp. Hey, Sharp. You know, a bunch of badass comics. I got in with them. They saw... They saw me and started working with each other. Yeah. Uh, You know, Vouch... You know, Vouches went far and and, um, did some guest spots here and there and then just kind of, like, got myself in the fold. and. Um, you know, LA Comedy Club was very open to me and then just kept making friends and networking and eventually I did have to move out of Jake the Snake's house because it was just way too much. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the off season and whatnot. Right. And at one point, and I'm very bitter about this, it was suggested to me that I should get a job. Oh. And I'm like, yo, I have a job. It's to be a goddamn comedian. comedian. Right. That is my job. Now, I'm not saying I'm too good for other shit, but yeah. I came out here right. to tell jokes, not right. rap burritos. Not... Yeah, yeah, and again, yeah. I've had all kinds of other shit. I, right. If you're doing that stuff, right. that's cool. That's good for you. Right. I still do my side hustles of yep. making flyers, editing videos, and yep. uh, doing some of that other stuff. So uh, I was like, you know what? Let me go. You know, find <laughs> somewhere else to live, and uh, part of like amicably, of course, and I uh, kept a touch and whatnot here and there. Yep. And so then I just kind of you know became wow. part of the Vegas local Vegas community. Team. That's yeah. dope. So what's the what's the next the next chapter for you, man? Do you want to? Do some other things? Are you happy where you're at right now? Content, kind of. No, nah, uh, definitely not. Because I, I think uh, comfort is the 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 creative killer. Like yeah. I'm, I've always been a, a stern believer of uh, struggle is great for creativity. Yeah. And I want to definitely get more really? clubs. I, I definitely, I try to think of like, oh, what's holding me back? Mm-hmm. Other than just being an asshole. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. right. Hey, you know, but it's yeah. like I'm likable enough, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely want to work more clubs and get some bigger credits. And I love working like the nerd conventions that I do. Oh yeah, because I would do shows at like anime conventions. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if I could do, I'd love to do more like nerd shows like that or stuff with, you know, video game, you know, stuff that I'm passionate about, like a wrestling theme. That's right. You do show. your gaming thing too. I was supposed to go yeah. and get with you on one of those. Heck uh, shows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, some fighting games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so 
you know, that I just work more clubs. I love traveling. I love yep. meeting new people. Yep. And I love entertaining people. I'm like, oh, yeah, it makes sense I'm a comedian. Right, right, right. No, so. it's perfect, man. And I think that's what life is all about, man, is getting to the place where you're living and you're doing the things that you're passionate about around the people that, you know, make you feel good about. I think that's the, the place I know that I'm trying to get to. Just where I can just be creative. Yeah. How that's going to look, what specific role, who knows. But as long as you're creative and you're making people laugh and you can take care of yourself by doing it, man, I think that's a, <laughs> yeah. a fire point. I mean, there's life. a lot of sacrifices, you know, like. I, you know, I'm almost 40. I live with two people, which is fine. You know, yeah. they're great ladies that I live with. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, it's a trip. Uh, yeah. I'm learning a lot living with two women. Yeah, I bet so. You're going to be a husband material whether you want to or not. Oh, uh, yeah, for right? sure. They're helping me out, so I appreciate that. And nice. uh, I, you know... Like, I'm finding out whenever I bring home food, yeah. it's not my own. You know? Oh, no. It's everybody's at that point. Yeah. You walk in the kitchen like, what the fuck? Where am I? Oh, no. It's like I come <laughs> home. They're like, oh, what'd you bring us? And I'm like, yeah, well, here, have some <laughs> You're crying some at the like, same time. It's like, oh, shit. Well, because I, I don't want to say no. You can't say no. Yeah, oh, that's, like, that's family. <laughs> uh, I can't have my own thoughts. Do you hide your stuff? Yeah. you ever hide some shit when you come in the house? Like, no, nah, I'm keeping uh, this in the car. Usually I the come mark. home pretty late and they're already like, in bed and stuff. Uh, so. You time it out that way. Right? <laughs> uh, if you're watching, ladies, you got to stay up late. Stop. Stay up late. <laughs> uh, but they, they like my cooking and I like cooking for them. Nice. And What do you um, like to cook? What's like your favorite shit? Like your go-to? If it's like, hey, I can whip up some of this, whip up some of that. Uh, I mean, I do a lot of... I cook a lot of the stuff I miss from Texas. Ah, so we were just talking about Whataburger yeah. and fucking so, uh, best fries and shit. I'll make um I'll make my own like pinto beans at least once a month. Okay. Oh, so I love I make, some good pinto beans, man. I make my like sauce yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, like I get the thick cut jalapeno bacon. Ooh. If I can. Whatever get it. happened to that bacon, bro? We didn't finish that. Oh. Did you get the fucking bacon? I got the bacon. bacon. I picked okay. it up from the airport like okay. four days later from Damn. the Vegas airport, oh, and then I opened it up and I was like, it's, it's sealed, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like. Is it no, still? Right. Just oh. it, it, was, it was tough for me. And I just sent a lot of emotional texts. Oh, man. Gotcha. Uh. Ladies, if you're trying to get in the door, find some jalapeno bacon. Right? <laughs> I'll make my own shoot your at shot. some point. So, uh, yeah. So, I love to uh, cook Mexican stuff, uh, Tex-Mex okay. stuff. Yeah. Uh, stuff that I grew up eating and... Um, you know, that my mom would make and that my sister kind of, like, gave me the recipes for. Stuff like goulash. Nice. So I don't think I've had goulash before. Oh, yeah. So it's like a stew meat and kind of a gravy. Mm. Eat it over rice or noodles. I like cornbread. You know, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm right down the way, man. Hell so yeah, we do dude. cornbread, beans, rice, cornbread, little sausage and shit. Yeah. Throw a little hot sauce. Louisiana hot sauce. I'm like Louisiana make hot sauce. Make my chili all the time. You like chili? Uh, you like chili? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, when the weather cools off. Let's do a little chili yeah. bait. You know, let's oh, do a little sure. Can we play I video make... game and eat some chili? There you go. Okay, I want to do that shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep the windows open. There, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Right after I make the chili, I'll be like, well, this was nice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go now. There, we've got two downstairs bathrooms. We'll be oh, all right. That can work. Yeah. Sorry in advance, girls. Who are we in Sorry in advance. I'm that dude that did the podcast. Yeah. And then think of y'all's bathroom. That's because of the chip. <laughs> so, um, no, 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 no. Yeah, I uh, I just love cooking and uh, I like cooking uh, new stuff. Yeah, and and my thing is like I watch like seven or eight different videos on the same recipe and then yeah. go, all right, I know what I like and I think I know how to do it. So Put your own little shit on it there. Yeah, so like lately I've been making a lot of like egg fried rice because I'll have like leftover rice. Yeah, and I cook up the next day in the wok. Okay, and like depending on whatever I have left over, what veggies and make that shit up. Okay. Okay, man, that's how I take care of something. It's country men as well as that, ladies. Get you a man from down south. We'll cook for you. We clean up after ourselves. Oh, yeah. Southern oh, I man. do all the dishes in the trash at the See house. That? I don't let them women touch none of that. All See right? that? That's what's up. I'm kind of misogynist in that way. I'm like, don't you pretty hands touch that. Put crush. that down. I got Would it, you? bitch. I said I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Super fire. Yo, man, so do you still have that van, by the way? Still I still do. Yeah, okay. The, the Sienna yeah, is the going cold. strong yeah. still. Okay. I, uh, I got to get the temperature gauge fixed on that. Uh, maybe we'll, I'll, I'll put an own... Uh, um, oh, cash shit. app for the van there for the cuddle go. shuttle. There you go. And then uh, people can help uh, donate for upgrades or something. Hell yeah. Because I'd love to take that thing on, on the road and do like tours and and uh, take, you know, a comic or two with me. And Because right. uh, that thing is built for like, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And it's it's easy for me to get in and out of. It's a yeah. smooth ride. And the AC gets so damn cold in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, they're awesome, so. dude. I was in the minivan business for a while. I did wheelchair accessible vans. Oh, like okay. The ramps and all that shit come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I know the Sienna and the fucking Odyssey yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh-huh. So let's just say you sign a deal. Somebody wants to put you in a movie, uh-huh. right? And they throw you a check. You got... 
let's say like five million dollars coming your way, right? After taxes, you got what two and a half, something right, like that, right. too. What's the first car you're gonna go buy? You got your CNS out there. What are you gonna go trade that in and get? Oh, uh, I'd probably just get a <laughs> a, a better, newer uh, electric van. Aha! Or you know, probably get a, get a Tesla. Be out there, there Tesla. There you it go. Up. There you go. Um, Teslas are dope too. But yeah, I I definitely would get like one of those sweet ass. I don't know, like Nissan Quest, yeah, Chrysler Pacifica, fifty thousand dollar loaded up, fucking kind of, everything, oh, DVDs and other shit, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> where it's like the seats will just disappear on their own, right? And you know, I can put a bunch of merch in there, or I can yep. crash out in the back, yep. and then uh, I, I I wouldn't get an RV because that's like too much to drive around and shit. That's a lot. Yeah. And this way, you know, if I need to do the old shit shower and shave, I can just always go to a hotel or right. couch surf or crash with somebody, but. If I had that kind of money, I would just go to different comedy clubs and just wait until I can perform. Be like, all right, I'll be here another right, night. Be right out back if you're looking for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super dope. Super dope. So, man, so please, before we get up out of here, mm-hmm. let everybody know uh, where they My can Water find Burger you. Order? Fo- oh, your no, Whataburger order, too. <laughs> what is your Whataburger? Because I know I want a hot and juicy Whataburger with cheese and the onions and the yeah. fries. The They got their own salt, the ketchup, too. Yeah, they, so they I got want the, all of that. I still have some in my car if you want some. What? Whataburger ketchup? Yeah. See, I, I knew you was good people. He got, got Whataburger ketchup in the car. I got, uh, yeah, because I was in Phoenix and got some, and I got the spicy one, too. Ooh, That's a good one. That's the newness. Shit, shit, shit. Uh, so I'll get the uh, double meat, or double meat, double cheese with bacon, jalapeno, grilled onions, Ooh. A1. Ooh. And, yeah, that's that's like how I start. Nice. That's how it starts. Okay. That's how I start. Okay. And then I'll get like maybe one of the other favorites, just yeah. a sandwich by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just be like, oh yeah, let me build up my reward points in the app. Right. <laughs> right. And, like, and, then, and then this and then I'm just doing this for the points, girl. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you. It's not all for me. I'm and fine. I always tell them the big old spiel. I go, I'm from Texas. Right. I live in Vegas now, so this is a big deal for me. Right. It's Please nostalgic. make it awesome. Right. <laughs> right. Get somebody else on the cook who's going to take this shit seriously. Yeah, there you right. go. I, I want you to make this like you're making it for your mama. Right. <laughs> so please, bro, uh, let everybody know where they can follow you, where they can find you, and announce any upcoming You can find me in these streets, out. man. What's in these up? streets, I ain't bitch. afraid of you. I put all my <laughs> shit online. Come find me. All yeah. right? No. Uh, all my social media is at Y2Kool-Aid. I'm not on TikTok because I don't want the Chinese stealing my info. <laughs> so I, I only want Americans to steal my info, damn it. Yeah. Uh, so I do Instagram. Instagram stories a lot. I'm on Twitch. Uh, I need to get back on it, and uh, I, I want to do that this weekend because I love playing video games and I love uh, you know bullshitting with people yep. and uh, being live and performing. And I did a lot of Twitch over the pandemic because it kind of scratched that itch of like performing for a crowd and getting that interaction and that feedback. Right. And I was like, oh man, this is great. Uh, but that's another like skill set right there to like constantly, you know, be on and be live and Hell yeah. uh, performing video games and whatnot. Uh, so Y2 Kool-Aid is all my social media stuff. And then alexansel.com is the website. Hell yeah. And then uh, you can catch me four or five nights a week, usually at the Strat at the L.A. Comedy Club for the 6 p.m. show and other shows around town. Of course, Laugh After Dark uh, for a, a special next year, right? Hey, right? he's going to throw We're that into the, the right universe. Hey. Throw that out there into the universe. There it is. There you go. Hell yeah. Uh, and hopefully more comedy festivals. You can see me cruising in the country in the cuddle shuttle. Yeah. You'll know it's mine. It's got You'll the graphics know. on there. You'll see it coming, ladies. <laughs> You'll see it get pulled over. Right, mm. right, right, right. Hell yeah. Hey, Alex, it's yes, been sir. a dope pleasure, man. Hell yeah. One time for Kool-Aid, ladies and gentlemen. I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson. This is Do Tell. We'll laugh at the dark. Hit that the subscribe button before you get the hell on up out of here. And I'll see y'all next time. Cheers. Hey, look, hey, hey, I know you got stuff to do and you're ready to get up out of here, but just a minute. Come on, man, you didn't already stay here this long. Now take just a minute and subscribe, please. That way you can stay connected. Like the video, leave a comment. We want to hear what you got to say, baby. <laughs> now we appreciate it. Now go on and subscribe.